welcome to Shades and Coffee, the almost weekly look good, feel good podcast presented by me, Vivian Braidwood. My guest today is the first Colombian dentist to qualify in the UK. For personal reasons, she left Colombia with her two daughters, but within a few years, this remarkable lady learned to speak English, qualified and started her own practice in central London. She now has one of the top dental clinics in the UK, boasting an impressive team of 10 specialists who have three things in common, their high levels of expertise, their passion for what they do and the love they have for their clients and one another. We discuss the trials and tribulations of running a business in these very uncertain times, alongside top tips for employees, contractors and business owners in terms of achieving their goals, reducing uncertainty and feeling their very best. Please welcome founder of Sonria Dental Clinic, Leila Packham. Literally, at the moment, we are taking everything like one day at a time. Brexit, I think, is going to affect us a lot. And also the problems with the coronavirus. That's going to be a bit of a challenge, I think, because everything comes through Europe. And we buy lots of things in Spain, in France, Germany, Switzerland, Holland. It's going to be a little bit stressful, I think. And also because we are a private practice, I am not sure how the government is supporting the practices that are with the NHS. For us, it's literally nothing. We didn't have any business rates, relief. We had to pay rent all the time. Like at the beginning, it was such a mess. No one knew anything. No one will tell you anything, what to do, how to work, nothing. The general dental council will be like, oh, oh, you are responsible, it's your decision. The British Dental Association, oh, 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 we don't know, uh, uh, you, it's your decision. It was just such a mess. No one told us anything. And believe me, I am all the time like really preventative person. Like right now, my practice is full of materials. We have things for three months. I tend to be like that, but no one has told us anything. It's such a mess. I just think the government doesn't know. Obviously, they are focusing on like saving lives, I suppose. And it must be really hard to be there. I, I must admit, it must be really hard. Like there is, should be someone saying, this is what is going to happen, getting ready for the Brexit. You should do this. It should be someone saying this thing. But... Nothing. It's like in the jungle or something like that. It's like, <laughs> you know, like trying to survive, whatever. You need to do things. I mean, I'm, I'm gobsmacked because the first day that your industry was allowed to reopen. So I had um, a, a medical treatment on that day booked in with a very well-known, well-established clinic on Harley Street. But before that, I came to see you for my dental side. When I walked through, what I saw, I was so impressed with. I assumed that you guys had been given very clear direction. It was a little bit funny because it was like Martians had landed on the moon. You guys came in top (laughs) to toe. I don't know what they call it, like the hazmat suits, the works. Every inch of your being was covered. I actually laughed when when I was greeted. (laughs) I actually laughed when the receptionist came to tell me, like, I can come in you know, coming to the surgery, like no, no expenses were spared. And you guys thought of everything. 
And so I just assumed you had clear direction. And then when I went for my appointment at the Harley Street Clinic, I was absolutely disgusted at how unprepared they were. It was just shocking. We were very understanding, again, because I'm from the business community. I just thought it's first day open, running around like headless chickens. I can forgive them. Maybe they just weren't as prepared and who knows, maybe it's new staff, you know, who, who knows? So we didn't complain. We didn't want to show them a lot of love. But I just assumed that they'd had the same level of instruction and direction as you, but hadn't implemented it as well. What you're telling me is that everyone's had no. to make up their own rules as they go along. But then the difference between the doctors and the dentists is that the dentists are used to work like that. You remember we always wear gloves, we always wear a uniform, we always wear face masks. That's the normal we do. And we clean everything in between patients. We are used to that because in dentistry, you can transmit things between you and the patients, but then in between patients. For us, you have to treat every single patient as they, if they were infected from hepatitis B, HIV. So we treat the patients like that. Every right. single patient. Right. You assume that they're infected because that's the yes. way that your pra- the dental practices work, basically. Oh, yes. That's interesting. Yes. We are used to that. So for us, it just really didn't change much. Now we wear a, a new suit on top of the uniform. The shield is longer and wider, but it's the same thing. But saying that, it was a challenge. It just feels horrible. Like the first two or three weeks, even though we are used to that, it was really, really horrible. You feel inside those suits and those masks, you feel, you feel it's, um, you want to run. That's the feeling. You just want to get out of it. The hazmat suit wasn't something you ever wore before. And you're now describing to me something that I certainly didn't pick up, which is that inside you were afraid and you wanted to run and it was really difficult. And I think the difference between now that you sort of helped me analyze that, that day when I went into your clinic and then went into the other clinic is that you didn't show any of that to me as the client. For me, there's such a feel good factor when I come to see you guys. And that's on top of the competence and the fact that there's a really high level of trust. So despite that crazy time and that day one of opening after like the few months of darkness and gloom, yeah. you guys were yeah. laughing and smiling. So I think my hat off to you, I'll be, I'll, honestly, because I'm just hearing for Thank the first you, time yeah. the, the, the level of fear that was behind that. And yet, like people that go on stage, you put that to one side, it's like the show must go on and, and it did. But then it's a bit hard being in uncertainty all the time. I am really lucky that the people that work with me, they are all really, really nice. They are not only really good in what they do, but they are nice people. They are all like, let's do it. Let's face it. What do we need to do? Let's do it. And everyone is always trying to help, trying to improve. I cannot imagine some people that don't have a team like that uh, because it's really, really hard for the business especially for the person that is like in charge of it because every time you are like oh my god what's going to happen oh my god what is going to happen wherever you work you need to own that place you need to be happy there you need to look after it otherwise it doesn't work you just need to become a family really because every single other person depends on you 
every single person has to work harder if someone is not there. If the company doesn't survive, then no one survives. Everyone will be without work. Yeah, I love the way you put that. It, it is a work family. You're right. People do spend, in general, if you're working full time, people do spend longer at work. And even if you're not physically, I mean, some of you like obviously den- dentistry, you can't do that over Zoom. You have to physically be there. So yeah. people, people might have short memories and forget the days when they were there, you know, five days, six days a week. But the point is, even if you are just working remotely, you're still spending longer with your work family, be it online. Yeah. They're still your work family. And I think you do need to treat it as a family. And what happens to a family if you neglect it and you don't play your part? Yeah. You create a heavier it load for the remaining yeah. members. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, the thing I want to talk to you about today, Leila, you have a fascinating story. You're the first Colombian dentist to qualify in the UK. Yes. When I came to the UK, I just, I didn't know all the things I had to do. And then when I understood what I had to do, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. So I started studying English first, and I used to work as a dental nurse to be able to to get into dentistry, to know how dentistry was here and to learn English at the same time. And then I did the exams with the General Dental Council and passed the exams. And I started working as a dentist in 20 Wimpole Street. And then slowly, slowly, the, like my practice grow from there. One patient, two patients, three patients. Now I think we have about 7,000 patients. Wow. It was hard work at the beginning because it was only me. Then we worked with an, an orthodontist. And then slowly, slowly, the team became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until now that we have. I think especially in all the dental fields, it has been really hard times when I have to, I just want to sell this business. I don't want to be here anymore. But then always, always brings me back the people that work with me. That's what has stopped me because they are all really, really good people, nice people. I look after them and they look after me because we are just like a family. We care a lot about the patients. That's something that is really important to all of us. Most dentists have a little barrier in between, but we are a bit more like, obviously it's a job and you make money and earn money from it, but it's, it's not just that. It's just seeing someone really happy. So competence is a given. To me, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing unless you're competent. Apart from, I understand there's always a learning curve for everyone. And I'm always very understanding of that. But once you achieve the required level of competence, that's how it should be for any role. Overlaying that, you guys have this passion. Like you're constantly reading up and researching all the latest, all the newest, and you're sharing that information with each other and with the patients. But ultimately, as I said, the cherry on top of that amazing cake is this love that is tangible. It's like a wave. I feel it. It like, oh, knocks me over. It's incredible. And I suppose what you're helping me to understand is what's behind that is this real love for each other. You keep using the word family. That's great. Not many businesses would ever use that word for their, t- you know, their teams. And then also this love for the client. And yes, you're right. Probably a lot of professionals have this barrier um, between them and the client. But I really, really, really feel the love. I think it's really important job because you are so close to this person. This person is like surrendering to you. You lie the patient down. You are 
so close to the mouth and you are also inflicting pain. Yes. <laughs> you know, you need to trust this person. We try to keep in mind that you have to sit down on the dental chair and because you are always on the other side, you tend to forget how it feels. And it's really awful to go on that chair. So we tend to sit there many times, all of us, because then you remember that it's really stressful and then it's painful. And then when you are on the other side, you try to be as gentle as if you were going to do your mom or your sister or your own son. Excellent. I made my husband soon after I arrived here, but it was really funny. We, I don't know how we understood each other. When someone says, how long you have been together? And I say, about 20 years. And then I say, and that is because he doesn't understand me and I don't understand him. <laughs> we used to decide to meet somewhere and then he was in Elephant and Castle waiting for me and I was in Oxford Circle because I didn't oh understand. Oh my God. <laughs> so he didn't speak any Spanish and you no. didn't speak any English. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was fun. It was really hard, but slowly, slowly you learn and then you find people, really nice people always. I found so very nice people everywhere. In the school, my daughter used to go to really lovely friends that are still my friends 20 years later. Then a dental technician, you know, the people that do the crowns and all of that. He was a lovely man. He helped me to find a job as a dental nurse with Dr. Simon Neri. He was a really nice person. He helped me a lot. His patients were lovely, and they were all really posh people. They were like ladies and these. And nobody, nobody looked down on you because your English was, no. was non-existent. No. And slowly, slowly, all the patients used to help me a lot with the English, and now we are here, still with a Spanish accent. Like my dad's a doctor, and I know Sometimes when, you know, he'd be telling someone something and because they're struggling with the accent, if they're not open-minded, it's almost like they think, you know, are you really a doctor? Are you really qualified? Are you really intelligent? Yeah, I have to admit that that happens a lot. You know, I do understand because in the television here, the only things that you see from Colombia is these programs from the Amazon. (laughs) And drugs. From the Amazon, which is the jungle, and from drugs. Obviously, people... What are they going to think? These dentists, are they good? They may not be good. What do they use there in the jungle? But obviously in other places in the world, like in the United States or in Spain, Colombian dentists are very, very, very famous because they know we are really good dentists. We are really well-trained. We have lots of experience when we leave the university. But like in the UK or in other countries, they don't think like that because the only thing they see from Colombia is drugs. What, what I like from the UK, or at least in London, because I haven't been anywhere else, is that people are really open. If you are open and clean and honest, I think you, you project that, then people will feel that. You don't have to say it. They will know. If you are an honest person, if you are someone that you can feel, you can trust, then 
people give you the opportunity. I think you can feel someone's energy. It's like something vibrates yeah. and radiates from a person which you can't really quantify. It's not really tangible, but it's really no. real. You do need the other person, the recipient of that energy. Yeah. To be open-minded and to be a person that's open to receiving yeah. um, that energy. Well, I love these conversations. I'm always learning. I've never, ever, ever till this point heard what you have just described about the fact that maybe in the media or the educational system or whatever it is in the UK, that Colombians are portrayed in a really bad light to the point that people would question the level of educational qualification, like how real is her yeah. qualification. It's amazing. I know that of the black community because I'm black, but also I'm the African heritage. People are like, mm, okay, really? Because yeah, they see the jungle, they see the, the children batting the yeah. flies away from their face. And it's funny, I, I was speaking to people from different countries, like a Russian lady was describing how people make assumptions about Russian women. I said, oh my God, I have heard, if I'm really honest, I have heard these things said. And I spoke to someone who was from the traveler community, wonderful lady that I had the pleasure of working with for many years. And she said, yeah, she doesn't mention that she's from the traveler community because certain people won't rent menus to her or do business with her or, or trust her. And I know certainly when I went to Cuba for the first time, I had no idea how amazing that their medical training, incredible. Yeah. And, and they're like yeah. sending them out to different parts of the world. They're highly sought after. It's quite an amazing place. You know, you're right. It is amazing. The doctors are amazing there. Yes. Amazing. I don't know. I think the UK is a little bit um, isolated in some ways from the world. What can we do to change that? Yesterday I was seeing a, a program from Colombia about an island there. But it, it still it was the jungle, about the jungle. So <laughs> the only thing that you can see from Colombia where you see cities is there is a series about Pablo Escobar. Oh, I've seen that, Narcos. The only thing you see is that. So what, what people is going to think? And then on top of that, they film it. They say it's in Bogota. And then the film is with people wearing really like shorts and... It's just really not, not much clothes. And Bogota is freezing cold like in London. You just don't wear those clothes in Bogota. So it's not accurate. Are, I don't know where they, they decide to film this in Mexico. In, I don't know. In, or maybe in, in Cartagena, which is a hot place. And then they say it's Bogota. It's just weird. And then they show the really bad area in Bogota. So obviously people, what are they going to think? They should do some more accurate programs about things like you know like in Cuba about the medical the doctors in Cuba they are amazing yeah no I, I like that uh, you're absolutely spot on and you, as I said you open my eyes during this conversation because if I'm really honest that when I think of Colombia that's all I think about because that's all they're showing me so in the same light I might be complaining about how I'm portrayed in the media you know jungle and <laughs> flies but I'm guilty of the same thing in terms of the, that same programming is coming into my head and affecting how I see other nations as well. It's the same solution, as you said, showing a more honest portrayal of peoples of the world, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, because we should be seeing different things. We should be seeing all the positive things from every other country in the world and showing our children the same things. That's really something that bothers me a lot. You need to concentrate on the negative things. Why? Why you don't concentrate on the nice things you have, on the positive things that everyone has. And then they will grow more instead of concentrating on the lack of this or that. Yeah. 
my last question to yeah. you is so I just want some top tips from you in how you know our listeners can feel their best uh, but also look their best okay that's really difficult question but I am <laughs> going to answer in two in two parts one is as a dentist the mouth is the first place that things go into your body everywhere else you have like a barrier your skin is a barrier that doesn't let things go inside that could poison you, bacteria, viruses. But your mouth is basically one of the few places that bacteria and viruses can go inside your body and make you ill. And at the same time, is the place where you chew your food, which is what maintains you. So your mouth has to be really, really, really well maintained. Otherwise, you get other diseases. Lots of diseases in your body, you can see them in your mouth before you see any other signs. So you really should look after your teeth and your gums and your lips and everything because if you have, for example, infection in your teeth, your body will be fighting all the time and you will be eating all of that bacteria. And that bacteria could be going to your heart, to your joints, and it has been proven that gum disease affects your heart, affects uh, women that get birth earlier than they should, it affects your brain, it affects lots of things. And I have seen patients that have come like with lots of abscesses, and once you remove all of that infection, the body is so happy that you can see that patient glow again your body changes because it's not fighting anymore. So your oral health is really, really important. Then I think feeling good is inside you. There is nothing that can make you feel good or look good if you don't feel good inside. To feel happy, you need to be happy with yourself. Every single person is special. Every single person has that heart that is beautiful inside. We just need to let it shine and it will show in everything else. You can use perfumes, makeup, hair products, all of those things. But if you don't feel happy, you will never be happy. You will never see yourself happy. It has to be from inside out. So I do think feeling happy and feeling good and looking good is a mixture between your inside and your outside you cannot do it only on the outside we could talk about that for ages because that's my favorite subject I believe you and that is something that I really really do believe and I think you're right in what you were saying about dentists any professional who gets really intimate with their client has like a magic trick in their possession that they can choose to use immediately there's a layer that's been removed between you and that other, you know, human being, which means you're kind of in before you do anything else. Mm -hmm. And if you use that opportunity to then, you know, work magic for that person, that's great. And you do that. You and every single member of your team, you do that. I love you for it. That's a lovely way of saying it. I like that word of magic because I do think all of us have it. Every single human being has that magic. 
where can people find out more about your your brand of magic so that's Sonria Dental Clinic <laughs> 25 Devonshire Place mm-hmm. W1G uh, it's very near Regent's Park Station or Baker Street Station well keep working your brand of magic and I wish you all Thank the best you. for 2021 you've been listening to me Vivian Braidwood Ask me any lifestyle related question or let me know which topic you'd like me to cover during our essential coffee break. Tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good. Mm-hmm.